This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Welcome back to PTPN's NBA Team Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Andrew Reach. I am joined by Adam Murray. Adam, we're going to be giving him a different slice of life on this podcast. Well, this is just the, um, I guess this will be the first of the the um, Andrew Reich NBA historian companion pieces to the episode. Well, there's a segment in the show where, in every show we do, where we have that, where I'm, I basically mansplain you basketball. History. So 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 now we're just gonna do fun little fun little games here as just sort of interludes, and I figured we'll start fun with fun for who? Fun fun for you? No, it's fun for if I get it wrong and everyone's like, ah, he's not as smart as he thought he was. No, no, it's not. That's what we're, you we're not. No, these are this all is simple like the game ones. Game of saw for my NBA brain. This is, we are starting simple. We are starting in your wheelhouse. We are starting in your corner. We are starting at the University of Kentucky. No, I, so I know, dude. It's SEC country, but it's not. But why, why are you a, why are you a Kentucky Wildcats fan? Well, I'll, I mean, I'll give you a, a very quick synopsis. Like when I was growing up, we did have big names in LSU, like Shaquille O'Neal and Chris Jackson. And even Stromile Swift was a big name, but Kentucky was the, they were the crown jewel. Like they were, they were, you know, the, the, they were royalty. Like if you wanted to watch a big time game in in the South on syndicated television, college basketball, it was Kentucky. So you just grew to like them. And they, when I was in high school and in um, college, they were, they were legitimately awesome. It was, it was after that, that they kind of like felt the wheels fell off. And then Calipari came in with his whole cavalcade of NBA prospects that we'll probably talk about in time. But yeah, long story short, they're they've just always been mainstream in the South, and I've just watched them for a long time. Okay, so with this, then we are going to draft our best Kentucky Wildcats, not not the best college players of all time, but we're doing the NBA prospects. Yes. So what, so what do I mean by that? I mean, let's just look at Devin Booker, who I'm pretty okay. sure will be drafted pretty high. He never started a game in his one year there. He averaged mm-hmm. 21 minutes a game and had 10 points. Right. In Kentucky, right. he never started a game and played 21 minutes. So he was just Yeah, now my brain just turned on. Yeah, now you're right. Okay. <laughs> that that's just what I'm explaining for it. And let's just look at this year's this past year's NCAA player of the year, Oscar Tashibwe. Yes. 17 points, 14 and a half rebounds. He, statistically, he's a monster in college. 1.7 blocks, 1.7 steals. That is a great two-year college career that beats out Devin Booker. But you're not going to draft our friend Oscar here. You're going to draft Devin Booker. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to draft our our five rounds of mm-hmm. our Kentucky players. I will let you go first. After every pick, you know, we could talk about the players. If you have any memories of them, since this is the Andrew Reich NBA historian <laughs> uh, compendium. The Kentucky compendium side piece. or the NBA side? Which anything, anything you have about him, just, you know, we're going to toss out a name mm-hmm. and then we'll draft it. So you ready? I will, I'll, I'll defer to you. You can take the first pick. Okay. Yeah. With the first pick in the draft, Andrew selects. Um, the first pick I would have to say it is a player who's current. 
Um, he, in terms of the games played, he's like a, he's not, he's like in the top 15 and he's not near even in the top 10, but I would say Anthony Davis. I, I figured you would pick him. 24 um, point career, 24 points, 12, 10 rebounds, you know, two assists, like tons of blocks. Like he's just, he, he was in college. He was also, by the way, the wooden award winner and the final four national title game MOP in 2012 when he played his one year because I could be like well you tried to make the case with Devin Booker versus um Oscar Sheba well he only played one year yeah but it was one fucking great year you know that would be my case so, well, yeah but we're not again this is just that he happened to go there anybody who has this Kentucky Wildcat he was a category. number one pick he went to the New so Orleans you know you want Hornets. basically if you're in the NBA 75 um yes. Yeah, you, you're the easy number one pick, and um, I know he was frustrating with you down in down in New he Orleans. He had some great years in New Orleans, though. There was, I think, a year in 2018 where he played the majority of the season, and he you could make the case he was the most talented player in the league. And I, there are times when I watch the let me ask you this, and we can move on to your pick. Is he the most? Is he the best player on the Lakers team right now? Yes, he's better than LeBron. Okay. LeBron is very has a lot of mileage on him, and, and I think and we've mentioned it before. But LeBron even knows that. And he's when Anthony Davis end. is healthy, they're scary. And that's the problem: is is he, can he ever be healthy? With the first pick in the draft, Adam selects. Okay, so for my pick, I'm going to go on the health train, and uh, I'm going to go John Wall. Wow. Okay. I mean, his 11 year career so far and you know it's coming to an end due to injuries average 18.7 and 8.9 assists 19 Uh, basically 19 and 19.9 assists that's great yeah incredible athlete almost one of the most athletic point guards ever yeah and it wasn't his fault they could never build a team you know a a team around him in washington and him and beal they've always said yeah we don't really like each other we're just we're just co-workers Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you do about it if they just kept trying to run it back every year. But he was extremely dominant and had that quick first step. Yes. I mean, he was so good. He would he could do like the behind the back dunk in transition. It's like that's a point guard. You know, he he had that in him. Um, He I don't want to say he made the Washington Wizards relevant, but there was a three year stretch where the Wizards were a playoff team because of John Wall. Is that fair to say? I know Bradley Beal was on the team, but they played the Bulls every year. It was always Wall versus Noah or the Hawks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was just the the same group around. And yes, um, that's when we never got to the conference finals with Wall and Beal, but they did get close against the Celtics one time in 17. But he was terrific. He was one of the first Supermax players ever. If that's another Factoid for him. <laughs> Another um, curse right there of you got well, your that, that's and you the part the that we can we do have, you know, we are completists, so we do have to discuss that part where you know he he gets some knee issues, he falls at his house and tears his Achilles, I believe. And um he basically misses an entire year. He gets dumped as damaged goods on a supermax deal to the Rockets, and that was kind of all she it was almost like Bernard King. It was like boop, done. It was very sad. Yep, so, okay, moving on to round two now. Who do you got? With the second pick, Andrew selects. I mean, I know we're, I know it sounds like recency bias. I would go with Devin Booker. You know, he's, he's only played, I want to say seven or eight seasons compared to like a couple other names that we could talk about later. But 
I mean, the numbers don't lie. Like, and he's, and I feel like even at a super max level contract, he's still going to keep that up, barring injury. Twenty-four points, four rebounds, five assists. Just an incredibly efficient player. Has a seventy-point game under his belt early in his career. Um, been to the NBA Finals. Might go to another one with Durant, Beal. Just, I would say he's 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 on that trajectory. And even if you just ba- went based off of just production right now, he'd still, I I I don't mind picking him here. With the second pick, Adam selects. All right, I have uh, I got two options I can go with. Okay. Um, I, I think I'm just gonna have to just go really old school and go Dan okay. Issel. Yes, Dan Issel has played the most games among all Kentucky former Kentucky players that went to the NBA. He played almost in I, the ABA counts as well in this. By the way. Yeah, and he was the ABA. He's like on the all yeah, ABA the list. He, and... I think he played his entire career with the Nuggets, or I might. No, he was a current con- the Colonels. He was with the Kentucky Colonels. Okay, and then he and went then to he the went Nuggets. to the Nuggets, and then he went to a, then he remember he coached the Nuggets, and yes. he got ushered out really quickly, and then they mysteriously brought him back, and he didn't last the second time either. Yeah, so he was in the ABA version of the Nuggets for that last year, and then when they did the merger, the Nuggets survived. Issel was on the team, and let me tell you something: Issel was great on those teams too, with Alex English and Fat Lever, and they were. He was on and Kiki Vandeweghe. Like those were teams that under Doug Moe averaged like 120 points a game, the highest scoring game still. I know the Clippers and the Kings got really, really close in that double overtime game that went buck wild into the one eighties, but still the highest scoring NBA game in NBA history is the Pistons and that nuggets team. So uh, he won a championship there and he won the ABA championship in Kentucky. The on ABA the way championship out, so. in Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, Pop quiz. Who was his head coach? Who was his head coach in Kentucky for the Kentucky Colonels? Yes. Um, not a clue. Uh, I believe it was UB Brown. Okay. Yeah, you are. It's UB, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. He, I mean, he was a terrific player. He was a great three point shooter. He also like all of his front teeth were gone. (laughs) And and I, I don't know if he coached that team in 94 that made the big upset. Was he the one? No. I think he was. In 94? No. When he coached the Nuggets and the Matumbo had was holding the ball, I thought he was coaching that team. Hubie Brown? No, 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 Dan Issel. Oh, Dan Issel. Uh, no, Dan Issel was um, na- yeah, ninety four. Yes, so he was the one. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah. So yeah, incredible player. Um, my turn. With the third pick, Andrew selects. Okay, and now when you go on with old school, I'll go with I guess you could call old school for the kids today. For us, it's not old school. They were this guy was like really good when we were in our like college-ish days. Um, Ta- I'll go with uh, Tayshawn Prince. Wow, that is I would say a reach for you. Well, the stats don't look great. Okay, eleven points, four rebounds, two assists. He played so many games. A Swiss Army knife on defense. One of those like uh, intangibles type of players. Um, there's a lot of statistical people you can definitely go with over Prince, but Prince was so good with the Pistons. All I will say about him when I was doing research for this, because I have to do research now as opposed <laughs> to just trying because I want to win these uh, that yes. we do. Um, played over a thousand games, started yes. almost 90 percent of them in average 31 minutes. 
And another guy who around who was kind of around at that time in the NBA who also played a thousand games uh, was was Nazi Muhammad, but not. I mean, we can name drop him, but Muhammad's not going to make our list here. But he, it, but Prince was like a Swiss Army knife. He he is a guy that it, you know, like the Bruce Browns of the world. If he was in the NBA now at on a free agent like marketplace, he'd make a lot of money. He'd be it's, a big time player. I'm not going to lie. I I had him on the fringe of the draft. I am really probably round five. Well, statistically, it doesn't look impressive. And um, I'm just going to. But let me tell you this without ta- because of that, the way that Pistons team was put together, because that team went to like the conference finals. I want to say like six years in a row or seven years in a row without him. They don't make it. With the third pick, Adam selects. You know, OK, now I'm just going to I'm just going to take the W here. OK. You are not going to see this coming from me. You, right. you have no counter. I mean, I could save this pick, but you since you, you made you, a, a terrible you go reach, for it. I think I know who you're going with, and it's going to break my heart. It's going to be one of. It's good. Is it a player that's currently playing? No. Oh, okay. No, All right. You, you you can take Towns next. Oh, okay. If that's what you think. Um, Pat Riley. Okay. Okay. I get it. Ten-time <laughs> champion across the board. <laughs> one of the greatest coaches. One of I think the greatest he played. I think, I think he won an. I think he won an NBA title as a player with the Lakers, right? He had a his career was. I mean, he he lasted nine years he in the NBA. For the Suns team. I, I'm sure you're a Celtics fan. You're up there. I'm sure they always talk about that triple overtime game between the Celtics and the Suns, where um, Gar Hurd hit the shot to tie it. Pat Riley played on that Suns team. Yeah, he was a 1972 champion for the Lakers, as you said. As an assistant coach, he was a champion with the Lakers. Five-time NBA champion as a coach. Star of of HBO's winning time. I mean, Adrian never looks so good. And as executive, two-time. Just across the board, dude has more rings than anybody. He is the, like, um, it's hard. It's it, it, I, I, I'm trying to put the right phrase on this. Like, there's there's certain people that are just interconnected or interwoven with basketball history. And in terms of, in, not necessarily basketball players, but basketball minds and execs and people who have played and stayed in it. Riley's one of them. Phil Jackson's one of them. Danny Ainge is one of them. There's just people like that that are just like everyone respects them because they've seen it all. Pat Riley's seen it all. And he's done it all. You know, he literally came out of top retirement and coached it to a championship with Shaq and Dwayne Wade. Um, another funny Kentucky part of Pat Riley, which team did he play for? Uh, the 1966, I believe. You did your research. He was on that 1966 Kentucky team under Adolph Rupp that lost to Texas Western. The first college team to ever start all black squad yes yeah that's what like you i'm like you work he wasn't even on your radar i was just just gonna swipe in on this one just like where did you know just getting like Jokic. where is it where did this guy come from is this is this my fourth coming up or is this my third coming this is your fourth you wasted your third on tayshawn with the fourth pick andrew select I'm going to go with a modern player, and I'm not going to go with Carl Towns. I'm going with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. See, that's a good one. The problem is... A Calipari one and done. He was good, but God, he's so good with the Thunder. And he's... I don't think he's slowing down. He's just young. He is very young. He's in his... He's, what, 24? That's the problem is, like, you're buying on the potential of him right now still. And as Mm -hmm. we've discussed with Wall and... um, a couple other players who we could easily name here. It could just be wiped out just like that. 
Right. And um, he's a fantastic player. Um, in terms of triple doubles, he's not that type of player. But he's one of those guys that just gets to the free throw line a lot, and he can lead the Thunder to wins. He's but probably going to turn the he's probably going to turn the Thunder to a winning team, is what I'm saying. But here's the thing: I I sort of question is he's this big stat gobbler. What's going to happen mm-hmm. when you have a team you need to pass the ball as opposed to just being the guy who they're just letting do what he wants? It depends on what they want to build around. As I mean, we still haven't even seen Chet Holmgren in action. So I think it's all to be continued. Like if all of a sudden they like, I think this is what happened to Carl Towns and Anthony Edwards, where it's like, oh, wow, you got a superstar, uh, like another one. You don't need to put everything through Towns and you almost reconsider if Towns is great at all. Statistically, he is great. Towns is great. Is he the greatest offensive center? If exactly, is he the greatest offensive center or shooting center in NBA history? Please. There's so many more I can pick. But he's a like, great like who? Oh my God, Bill Walt was a better shooter than him. By I mean, right off the top, uh, I could probably go. I, I mean, think that's why they say the best three-point shooting big man. Okay. Which sort of eliminates the old guys. You know, you know who would have been a great three-point shooter if he they if they'd asked him to? Dan Issel. Bill Lambier. <laughs> Bill Lambier. But we're not doing the best Notre Dame basketball players. We're doing the best Kentucky basketball. Players. Dan Issel would have been a really good NBA player, dude. I um, think. Like yeah, he modern, would. Modern day, modern day. All right, I I am gonna go. This is your. I know you might. Your, this is your fourth. Yes. For my fourth pick, um, I know who you're going with. It's a local yokel on your end. No, he, mm. he's. I got ahead. I got one, two, three. I got four people ahead of him on my rankings. Okay. Still. Okay. Um. Since since Tayshawn wrote up the board. With the fourth pick, Adam selects. You know what? I'm going to go with Mashburn. Jamal Mashburn. You know, he was that's a guy. And then his yeah, injury right. just, he was done, never came back. Mm-hmm. I think he played uh, a couple of games at the end. But, you know, overall, 11-year career, 19 points, five rebounds, four assists, and a steal. Also, I mean, and it doesn't count to this resume, okay, but fantastic Kentucky player. Like, that was a guy that played in the, quote, greatest game ever played with Duke in Kentucky where Leitner hit the shot. Um, He played most of it. Here's the problem with Jamal. He didn't play most of his career anywhere. It was, like, evenly split. So Dallas, they had him, Jason Kidd, and Jimmy Jackson. And, you know, it all kind of fell apart, and they were dysfunctional. He goes to Miami, and he's solid. He gets a big contract, and he goes to Charlotte. And then they moved to um, New Orleans. And I saw him a couple years when he was an all-star. And, yes, Jamal Mashburn was awesome. The knees go out. And then I think he went to the Sixers or something like that. I don't he, He never played for the Sixers. Right, something he signed. I, they they traded him, and then he just never, he just never played. But Nineteen points a game is insane. That's insane. Like that's for like that's his average. That was his and before his average. injury. His you know two thousand two two thousand three. Yep, that was his New- last year, in, or his last not his last year. In New- last full season. Last full season, right? Last full season, he averaged twenty one six and five. Mm-hmm. The and, thing I remember about Mashburn is that he was on that all-star game where Jordan tried to hit the game-winning shot and Kobe and Kobe tied it on a flail <laughs> and they lost it, but it was Jordan's last all-star game. And I remember Mashburn was on the team. Um, uh, you ready for the next one? 
Yep. All right, this is my last one. I got. Let me ponder for just a minute and glance. With the fifth pick, Andrew select. Okay, I got it. You ready? Mm-hmm. Rajon Rondo. Ah, yeah, it's a surprise. It's it's a non-statistical player, but an assist god, and he got triple doubles. He won a title with. Uh, actually, two. He won one with um, the Celtics, and he won one with the Lakers in the bubble. Um, just a fantastic point guard. I mean, he just – and he played for a long, long time. Uh, the thing about him, the, the stat that caught me, he played for mm-hmm. nine teams. Wow. So, wait, stop. Let me try to guess them all, okay? Boston. Oh, Christ. Boston, Dallas. Uh, <laughs> um, wait, I'm going to get it. The Kings, the Pelicans, the Hawks, the Lakers. Who am I missing? Uh, Bulls. What? Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, he, he was between Sacramento and uh, New Orleans. He spent that year in Chicago. Um, the Clippers. Yeah, that happened. That and happened. then he ended up at the Cavaliers at the end. I did not. I, Adam, I don't even remember the Cavalier one. Remember when, um, what's his name? Um, Ricky Rubio got injured. Yeah, they picked up Rondo. They, and like, well, they I traded the contract. That. It's like, yeah, we they got, yeah. But nine teams. And the thing about him was he the proto Kyrie? Uh, because of the moose head and the fake, the fake behind no, the back stuff. The moodiness and the uh, nobody the really liked playing. Yeah, yeah. He also had playoff Rondo, which is became a meme where it's like, yeah, he, yeah, he slouches in the regular season, but watch him in the playoffs. And, and that's, you know, the thing, the moodiness and the, you know, I don't want to be around the other people. And can uh, I, um, can I just get playoff Rondo? You've, you've drafted Rondo, <laughs> which again, um, if you picked him over Tayshawn, like, mm-hmm. you, um, so, okay, then now I have, and is um, that the first one? I mean, Issel probably played for, um, Joe B. Hall. Or Rupp, I don't even know. Probably Rupp. But uh, Rondo played for Tubby Smith. And breaking news, they did not get along. <laughs> yeah. And Tubby did not give him a good review. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to remember all. Well, no, Tayshawn Prince played for Tubby. Now, Tayshawn Prince had a long Kentucky career. He was good. Okay. Now I have my pick. I don't think I. Logic says you should just take Cat here because. Mm-hmm. His points are huge, and he's, you know, like we've mentioned, one of the, one of the greatest, you know, three point shooting centers, and just his position. It's mm-hmm. you've just been in the league so long, but and you're by not the way, by it. the way, I am out of picks. Correct, I'm done. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just name some other people that just just because, okay, before you make the choice. Rex Chapman had a good long career. Demarcus Cousins, um, Derek Anderson, Julius Randall, um, and. Uh, just one down here. Uh, Bam Adebayo and Jamal Murray and De'Aaron Fox. Did you forget to... Antoine? Antoine Walker, the shimmy. I thought I mean, you picked them already by now, to be honest. That's why, like, the local. And once you said local, I think, like, Rondo. I'm like, oh, I forgot about him. No, I, uh, I was thinking of Antoine Walker. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. That's why I was surprised when uh, Ron... With the fifth pick, Adam selects. I'm going to go with Boogie. His, he was just cousins. Yeah. dominant in sack. Like he's going, he's in Asia. Do you think he'll come back? No, his he's done. His he said he's the best center in the in basketball. Do you yeah, doubt so did so did Dwight Howard. 
in Taiwan. There was a stretch in Sacramento where DeMarcus Cousins may have been the best overall big man in in, in the NBA. He he was just like he, he, like one of the greatest big men like in he history. He averaged 19 points stretch. and 10 rebounds That's in his career, even including the not-so-great ones. Like yeah. Through, throughout, that's the thing is when the injuries came and he sort of limped to the finish line and you still top out. And that was the issue with him when they drafted him. Bad attitude, can't keep his weight down. That was his, that was, that's what people knew about him. You know? And then, but he played with a mean streak. He did. He did. And he was, a, he was a dirty player. He was a dirty player, but um, he had an attitude. He played for New Orleans as well. And that, you know, the problem was he tore his Achilles while he played for New Orleans. And when his contract was up, New Orleans said, nah, we're not taking a flyer on this. I also remember when he played for the Warriors and he was a good, he was a good scoring big. He, he was a name. The problem was that he was such a defensive liability that when he, the, when the Raptors would see him in the lineup, they'd fucking destroy him. You know, and that was sort of the key piece to why the Raptors won that title over the Warriors, minus the injuries involving um, Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant. So, the, you know, I'm, I, I played for so he played for what? The, I think he played for the he played for the Clippers. He played for the Lakers. He played for the. Well, at the end. Um, yeah. Who else did he play? for? It was Milwaukee and Denver were the, the 10 day contracts that got extended. And, I didn't uh, even remember Milwaukee. I remember I Milwaukee. They signed They signed him and then they cut him. OK. Um, yeah, Houston, the Clippers were the last four, and yeah, you mm. said Golden State, but Golden State, he was a, a pickup at the end. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, but prior, prior to that, his Sacramento numbers were just... There's one, I believe there's an NBA 75 that we didn't pick, and that's Cliff Hagen. I mean, do you remember those great highlights of Cliff Hagen? No, that's probably why I don't... <laughs> I want to say he played for the Hawks with with um with um oh, damn he's from LSU and I can't remember his freaking name the Bob Pettit didn't he play with Bob Pettit with the Hawks with the St Louis Hawks I don't know man I'm just I'm just randomly talking here um Eric Bledsoe good career uh Jamal McGlure made an All Star game one year Cliff Hagen's numbers are not super no. I don't think anybody's numbers. I don't think he was Chamberlain NBA showed 75. up and destroyed people and said, "This is how you play real center basketball." Um, is there any other names you thought of? Uh, no, you you picked all the people on the list. So. You could have. I I thought as a Celtic fan, you were going to take Walter McCarty just so you could do the the old Tommy Hines. I love Walter. Right away, Walter. Make your presence felt. I love Walter. Wow. wow. Sam Bowie, Sam Bowie. I didn't even remember he played at Kentucky. Yep, I, I saw him. I'm like, you know, his, his career wasn't bad. It was just. Hey, the, I just saw that movie Air on Amazon. They talk about Bowie a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think in a flattering way, though. Unfortunately, you know. Um, how about if we did this like ten years later or seven years later? Like, who would you have higher, or who would you say is a definite like? I would have not passed on that guy type of player. We we don't know how these people are going to come out, I and pick, I would have picked DJ Wagner. <laughs> I, that was I was going to say. I was ready to have that joke with you. I'll tell you the one that surprised me. I thought Nerlens Noel was going to be a really good player. I, I don't know what happened in Nerlens. It was just ACL. No, it was just I think his attitude in Dallas, and then the I want to be paid too much, and then you just mm -hmm. bounce around and you. Uh, 
I guess he just doesn't, you know, there's one of those people who just love basketball, like, you know, Durant and, and Lillard and just, they live it. And there's just, I'm like, yeah, I'm good at it. It's what I do. And I'll, I'll give you mine who I would have definitely picked, but I didn't pick Jamal Murray's going to be an all timer at the end. I mean, he's already got a title as a number two. That's the thing with, with you when you're picking SGA. I'm like, you're very early in this. Bam out of bio statistically is good. 15 points and eight and a half rebounds. He's just so he, he's almost like Tayshawn Prince. He's just Mr. Intangible. And he's such a good defensive player. It, it, it is the intangibles that that make him much yes. better than just the the scoreboard. The for work for, for for weirdest looking jump shot between Tayshawn Prince and Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Who do you take? Oh, Gilchrist. That is the, what the fuck was Gilchrist, that? <laughs> and then uh, I think Ronnie Brewer had, from Arkansas. Oh, had wait, it. are you forgetting about Chuck Hayes' free throw? Um, Sean would, Marion had an awful. Sean Marion played for UNLV, though. I mean, he, but yeah, he, I, I always I called it. you were just talking about worst looking shots. Oh, worst looking shots in general. I was just taking Kentucky players, but I remember Chuck Hayes, because at the free throw line, he did, he would, he would do the thing that, um, um, gosh, um, he passed away. He played for the Knicks. Anthony Mason used to do it. He would get up there, stop, and then shoot it. And Chuck Hayes used to do the same. And there was this, there's this, uh, famous YouTube where, uh, Chuck Hayes just like freezes when he's supposed to release the ball on a technical free throw. Um, yeah. And, uh, but, but Sean Marion had like a push shot. He like shot it from his chest. It was weird, but and- they don't get in. And this is the first episode of these little companion Isms. pieces, these half episodes. Yeah, um, a trip down memory lane. Yeah, that's the point of this. It's just you're going to toss out names you forgot and then, oh, yeah, I remember him. And then you have a nice little story with him. So that's well, the I'm point. An, I'm an elephant. I never forget. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So for Andrew Reich, I'm Adam Murray. Have a good one. Take care, y'all.